we were asking about what you how you react to this particular story. And I don't need some groveling apology. I don't need, you know, um, people going to jail. I, I, I just I do turn off that talk a little bit. But I just I want to make sure um, that we know what we did right and wrong and that our leaders acknowledge it. And, and there's no indication right now that there's that's coming and there's no indication that it won't happen again. And it simply cannot. Millions of kids behind in school, people losing their businesses. Um, we were we tried. So many of us tried to be loud and influence politicians. I know I was doing it. You might have heard I had an argument with Stephen Del Duca on the air. He was like, why aren't you boosting your kids? And I'm like myocarditis i'm giving him data and and stephen del duca who was then ontario liberal leader is like yeah well i don't know about all that i just want to get the numbers up like that's basically what he said to me and um did i take an offense to that not really i suppose um because he gets his opinion and i get mine i don't get offended easily but it, it told me just how far we'd have to go here um and how how much of what transpired was political was oh my goodness if, if we admit this now then how do we go back? Remember when cloth masks were okay at first and then they weren't? You remember when uh, aisles in the grocery store had, you can go one way, but not that way. Like we're still doing that. The, the, I'll give you one other quick one. And it is all about groceries. You got all this plexiglass up. You're wearing a mask. Cashier's wearing a mask and they're touching your food all over the place. Like it's like it's 1986. You're grabbing your asparagus, you're grabbing your fresh veggies and whatnot, putting them in bags. That was okay, but but we can't we're covering our faces. Again, a lot of it didn't make sense. And you could have kept the, I would have worn a mask in, almost in perpetuity, but I wanted them off my kids when the it was clear the emergency ended. And I wanted them back in school when it was clear the emergency ended. And we didn't get any of that uh for us. Uh Rashad, you're on six forty Toronto. Thanks for the call. You go right ahead. Hi there. Hi, good morning. Morning. Hey, good morning. I love the show. Um, I listen every morning. Just um, want to touch on this whole thing, too. Um, I'm a head caretaker for a school in Toronto, and uh, while teachers were being at home and having in-home schooling, we were forced to go to work still. And um, and at work every day for eight hours, we would disinfect doorknobs, um, door handles, uh, water fountains. No one's in the building. We're doing this all the time. And But the priority <laughs> is teachers and students but we have caretakers in the schools with masks on and gloves on, disinfecting the whole building every day while everyone else was at home. And, and did you go from, I really appreciate that you did that and that you're talking to us here and, and thanks for the kind words, but I'd ask no you, did you go from a point where some of this makes sense to what in earth are we doing? None of this makes I, sense. I never was on the side of it made sense. It was just, because caused me anger and confusion because you're saying that the schools are infected with COVID, so everyone stays home, but you as a caretaker have to come to school to take the COVID out by disinfecting every day, which made no, it just, <laughs> it's ridiculous. And one thing COVID did do to it, I'll let you go after this, yeah. it ruined a lot of relationships. There's relationships right now that in my personal life that I'm still trying to rebuild back because of COVID. People chose sides. If you weren't vaccinated, I couldn't be your girlfriend or boyfriend anymore. If you are vaccinated, I don't want you to be my boyfriend because I don't believe in, or girlfriend, I don't believe in vaccinations. It caused, so, I believe what I'm saying is that it caused a lot of 
personal things to come up in relationships that actually oh. severed relationships. Do you still have your parents with you, Rashad? Rashad? My parents died when I was 17. So, yeah. um, I'm sorry to so hear that. It, lot, yeah. But I'm sure you know some people as well who are saying, hey, you know, I, I want my parents to have that vitality of life. And so many of those of those parents and grandparents were saying, don't worry about me. I'm watching my grandkids, you know, yeah. muzzled in masks and, and not able yeah. to go and do anything. Don't worry. I'll, I'll take care of my own um, stuff. I was going to use another word, but yeah. stop locking on down my grandkids for heaven's sake. And we didn't listen to those people. And, and that's your absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Right. And the fact that they're coming out with the study now, admitting this particular incident, that particular situation that it didn't really prove anything by locking the schools down. It just shows that what else are they hiding from us? And again, I love your point too. Like this could happen again. And they already have the same structures already set up. You stand in line for 20 minutes, 10 people in Metro mm-hmm. only. Like there's like, you have to walk oh. this way, walk out that way. It's like, what <laughs> <God>. the heck? <laughs> I, yeah, the quiet, the quiet lunches. I've told you this already and I don't mind having you on here to tell you again. We, I had an argument with a, a, a female elementary school teacher who was justifying kids sitting there like their concept at lunch was for like I think it was a grade four or five class uh, and the concept was look straight ahead lower your mask slowly chew very quietly (laughs) don't turn your head and say nothing and I'm like I I, I wanted Schwarzenegger or Stallone from the 80s to come into that classroom and free those kids free the hostage free the hostages Rashad seriously anyway I gotta let you go thank you very much I could talk to you forever and I appreciate what you do um, but because, again, it's it's really important. I get this text message here from Jill, who writes, Greg, thank you for talking about this. My oldest graduated in 2020. Wide swaths of his life were permanently altered. Graduation prom. Uh, he had an internship canceled during his last semester of high school at the ROM at the Royal Ontario Museum. Um, first two years of college. He still struggles with this is hard. Complex feelings of grief. And now he watches his siblings at those milestones. I had never thought about that because, again, my oldest son didn't get an elementary school grad, but he's fine. He's in 12th grade now. He's going to go to college. I I have to remember that the big things like how much university costs and him going away and safety and driving. Thank heavens he's out there and we're back because, you know, if if I'd seen him go through what this mom went through and you can imagine, I never thought about that. An older kid is, is watching younger kids get to do what they didn't get to do. That's a constant battle of your parent is providing those experiences, making sure you're balancing them. Kids are going to be better at one thing than, than your other is. Your youngest will be better at something than your oldest. Your oldest will make more sense than your youngest sometimes. How do you find the balance? You're not supposed to have a favorite. And imagine a parent being having to you know watch everything get ripped away from your oldest but your youngest are, uh, are are back, like, again, like it's 1999. Um, all right, everybody's been waiting patiently. I want to get to more calls. Mike, thanks very much for the call, and I appreciate it. You go right ahead. Hey, thanks for having me. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm a high school teacher. I, I chose to go in for most of it and teach out of the school, simulcasting out of the school. It was beneficial for me and my students. They were exposed to some hands-on learning that I was demonstrating and so on and so forth. Um, one of the things that I think you missed on your four points was work ethic. My, my high school students, um, you yes. know, they would have been in grade 8, and my grade 12s are just lazy as can be. I, I mean, I'll put it right out there. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hire any of them for a job, or maybe one or two, but not very many. I used to be able to say I'd hire, you know, 60 70% of them. Now we'd be lucky if it's 5 or 10%. 
they just have no work ethic. It takes forever to get them motivated. They don't want to work. And I think a lot of that is related to COVID. I used to be able to snap them out of it because kids are kids for sure. But the COVID seems to have really slowed them down. What do you, you know? so, it, and I, I think there's critical years as well. Like my kid's in 08 and I notice it a little bit. I don't want to be hammering on that entire class a year, but I notice it with that group because they were in grade six when it happened. So you're seeing now grade 10s, 11s who just didn't get yeah. normal grade set. Those grade seven and eight years, Mike, I remember them like the snap of a finger and I know how important they are for getting smart, getting socialized. You're hitting puberties, a lot of boy girl stuff. They lost out on so much of that. And, and there's a little bit of like, we're trying to push them a little bit back to normalcy and you're seeing it every day. My 10s and 11s are now my hardest grade. It used to be the 9s. Yeah. Now it's my 10s and some 11s. But, yeah, the 10s are just like vegetables. Like, I, I mean, what, what do you guys want here? Let's do something. Let's get to work. It's, you know, it's a hands-on course. You know, we're learning on the computers. We're learning in wood shop. We have a lot of stuff. And it's just they're brain dead. Uh, like, all right. Let me, get to, let me get to one more, and I appreciate the call. I want to get to Ben. Ben, I got about a minute, but I didn't want to leave you hanging. Go right ahead. Oh, yeah, just in that minute, I've got to, you know, for listening to other listeners, a couple of other things. To your, to your point uh, earlier about how so many of these per- so-called precautions that the, the, the government was telling us to follow didn't make sense. Uh, a lot of that, like, like, you know, wrapping up all the parks, uh, you know, putting six feet spacers in, in, in stores. Meanwhile, you come back from a, a flight at, at, at Pearson and there's 3,000 people in an eight-foot ceiling crowded a room and you're, you're eight inches yeah. from the next person. A lot of that is strictly lawyers in those meetings. I've been in so many corporate meetings where a lawyer's standing there and saying, yeah. do this to show, it, it's performative, it's circus. It's do this to show and prove that you did your best to prevent things. So it's all silly yeah. precautions so that they can claim, uh, uh, you know, there, there's a, to, to get rid of, to avoid liability. Yeah. That's one. To your, uh, I have three kids that went through this from elementary school through high school and had they had to graduate during COVID or lack of. Um, yeah, it, it, every teacher will tell you, and most parents, that's two years off of their education. For 80% of kids, they're way behind. And, uh, and your last caller was talking about uh, lack of performance, lack of motivation, yes. and lazy. Yeah. This is also in adults. Look at all your colleagues and, and look at the politicians. 40% more federal staff, yet our productivity is down. I've heard it from counselors. I've heard it. I see it in my own workplace. Yeah. Everyone was given excuses during COVID. And I think that mentality hasn't come back. I, I'm glad you said that. And listen, I, I, I got a blast and I've, I've made us late a little bit. But uh, I'm telling you, the idea, the concept that I'd listen to, you know, a teacher's union had tell me that they could replicate in class learning online. And, and like, what do you suppose? How big a jerk do you want me to be back to the person? Say, like, seriously, I know you don't believe that. But I can't. You don't want to hear me yelling and calling people liars at seven thirty in the morning. I don't want to do it. And yet, at the same time, it was ridiculous to even consider.